welcome back to this week of Talk Nasty to Me. That's my new jingle, in case you haven't realized. If you guys do listen to my other podcast with my friend Jake, I saw your tweet, Are You Okay? He, last week, he started doing jingles in the beginning of the podcast because he just thought it would be funny. And he showed me what is the, like, what's the jingle for the episode that's coming out tomorrow, if you're listening to this today that makes sense? Um, Anyway, the jingle is hilarious. He does such a good job at editing the podcast, first of all, and I love the jingles. And I think they're so funny that it's a different one every single week. So please hype up Jake. But enough about Jake and the other podcasts. This is about me and this podcast. Get ready to hear me talk about my life for the next... I don't know if it's going to be an hour because I don't know if I have an hour of content to talk about my favorite things. However, that's what today's episode is about. I wanted to talk about my favorites. I'm inspired because I've been seeing favorites come back to YouTube. I think I saw Claudia Saluski do like a favorites video. Like that used to be very, very popular on old school YouTube to show your monthly favorites. Like I would sit down, watch Blair Fowler, which was Juicy Star 07, and she would just talk about her favorites of that month. And it was like, what's my favorite book? What's my favorite makeup product? And I love those videos always, and I considered even making favorites videos sometimes just because like I saw Conan Gray you know doing them and he was a very large inspiration for me at the start of my channel and I'm not opposed to the idea like I may be open to doing favorites videos in my channel if that's something that anyone would be interested in however I don't know if I have enough favorites every single month I don't do anything like I don't I don't try anything out I also don't remember my life like I don't remember what I did even last week I thought about that and I was actually kind of concerned about that I was like I don't remember last week at all and I don't know why but also my memory has been awful but I'll get into that later on in this episode so I can't even remember what I did last week let alone what my favorites would be for the month like I don't know what today's day is I have I don't even want to talk about it My point is, is that today's video, I'm podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about some of my favorites. I also saw your mom Ashley do this in a podcast episode, and I just really liked it because I like learning about other people's favorite items. However, I don't have anything like super intellectual, such as like a favorite book, because I've been struggling in the book department. I've been listening to audiobooks recently, so that's been really cool. This podcast is not sponsored by Audible, but wouldn't it be cool if it was? (laughs) But before we get into our favorites, or my favorites, um, I did want to apologize that I didn't upload a potty last week. God, that's the one thing I do remember about last week, is that it was very, very stressful, at least in the beginning, because Clementine, my little cat, got spayed, trying to be the responsible owner um, that I like to be, and I got her spayed. Um, It was really cool because the sanctuary that I adopted her from, I paid $100, and that $100 covered a spaying fee. Well, I basically got a voucher to get her spayed or neutered if she needed to be neutered, Um, rabies vaccine, as well as a microchip. I was like, that's awesome. Like all those things for a hundred bucks. I mean, that probably comes out to it, but just like, you know, I got to adopt her and then I got those things at a very reputable vet. So I didn't have to pay the, all the fees. And then when I got the bill, like they handed it to me, it said $4,400. I was like, I know damn well it did not cost four. And I obviously didn't pay anything, but it did not cost $4,400 to spay a rabies shot and microchip her. I think at most, I think that would be around $100 when I looked, you know, on a on a website to see how much that would regularly cost. Like when my cat Missy was neutered, he was neutered so many years ago. Like that was like, I was a, ba- I was a young kid, so I don't remember how much everything was back then. But $4,400, I was like, that must be a mistake. She's like, yeah, don't worry about that. And she like crossed it out. I was like, okay. But anyway, that was really, really rough on me. And I, I think I was just like in a really, I had a really hard day on Sunday. Cause I was just like, I just uploaded and edited a video. And then she came home from the, the animal hospital or whatever. So extremely out of it. I have to share a video. If you follow the podcast, Instagram, it's at talk nasty podcast 
literally the I, I will upload a video of how she was right after she got spayed it was insane she was so upset and angry it was so hard to just like keep her you know in the cone and not being crazy and then almost immediately she started doing all the things that she wasn't supposed to do like the vet is like please you know make sure that she's not jumping or running or doing anything crazy you can't play with her for at least a week I was like, okay, fine. I'm sure it won't be that hard. Holy shit, it was so hard. She's such an active cat. I could not get her to sit still for it was so awful. And then when she would hop on something, I had to like gently scoop her up because she's had a fresh ass wound. And it was, it was really, 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 really rough. And like a lot was happening that day. Um, and my mom had to sleep on the couch to like watch her for the first shift of the night. And then I got the second shift and just like, so that we could make sure that she wasn't hopping onto things. And I saw a lot of things online that was like, just put them in a room, just like lock them in a room um, and just like leave them alone. I was like, I just feel awful doing that because I would feel terrified if I just got surgery and there's a cone on me and I don't feel good and I just get locked into a room, especially because she's around us 24-7 because we don't leave the house. So I felt awful isolating her in the first place. I also don't have a room in the entire house where I can place her that she won't jump somewhere. Like if I placed her in the bathroom, she would hop onto the sink and into the tub because she loves doing that regardless anyway. If I put her in the laundry room downstairs, she would hop onto the washer and dryer. There was nowhere that I could put her and we had to like baby gate. <laughs> we had to baby gate so that she wouldn't go down the stairs. It was a lot and I love her dearly and you know, I will do anything for her, but it was a very, very stressful time for us. So with that being said, I like did not have the patience or even like the mental capacity to talk about anything on the podcast because my brain was just mush. I think I just like felt so defeated and like cried. I was like, please stop jumping on things. Enough, enough. And she just, she just wouldn't. So um, yes, God bless Jake for, you know, editing our podcast episodes because I think if it were I who were doing, you know, the other podcast, it would not work out well. So I'm very, very happy that we at least got one of those episodes out. So anyway, that was a rough time for me. I just remember that. Okay. Um, Another thing is I have decided to slowly get into TikTok. I think I'm making that conscious decision. I know before I was like, I don't care that much for TikTok. It's not like something that I want to get into. But I think I do because I think it is fun now to actually make the TikToks. This is like so delayed. I have been on TikTok since I want to say like winter of my sophomore year of college. So that was a very long, that's like two years. Like back when it was like embarrassing to have TikToks, I would watch like cringy TikTok compilation videos on YouTube. And that's what I used to do with my time. And like, it's so crazy to me that that was such a long time ago and that it's so different nowadays and stuff. Um, and I remember when Vine was a thing, I was like, oh my God. Well, after Vine, like post Vine, PV, I was like, wow, if only there was a Vine today, like I would have definitely been interested in making Vines. Like I wish that I was funny back then and that I would have made some Vines and, and whatever. And then TikTok came around and I was like, nah, not really interested in making them. But I think it might be fun for me because I'm trying to work on my ability to make like shorter form content just because I think it's interesting. Like I did it a few times, like editing short, like little skits or things, not skits, but like things together. Like for example, a couple years ago, I made a really cringy uh, Casey Fry dance video, like where I basically did all the dance moves just like him. But I edited it so that all the cuts were exactly the same. I tried to do all the same dance moves and the outfits and everything. And it, it was a cringy video, but I had so much fun making it and I had so much fun editing it. And I was like, I want to make some certain ones with like some of the sounds that are on there. And like, I always wanted to do like collages to my favorite videos and stuff and that was something that really really sucks for me on youtube is that i can't use songs that i want to because i can get copyrighted and although you know money on on youtube is not everything um if you get copyrighted enough then you know it's a bad look for your channel and i'm pretty sure that they can like flag you a few times and then you could potentially lose your channel if you like get flagged enough times um 
so of course like I want to make content but that that I do like with music and stuff but I also need to make money (laughs) and I also need to pay my bills that I do have I can't just like be a David Dobrik where he doesn't really care about AdSense and he can just make videos with ABBA music all the time. So I can't really manage to make videos that I want to every single video using songs that are copyrighted. Because if I could, I would totally pull a David Dobrik. Like if I was a David Dobrik and I was not relying on YouTube whatsoever, every single video would include copyrighted music. Like everyone would have a montage in there because I love it so much. So I think that's something that I want to do on TikTok. If you guys don't follow me on there, it's at Nikki Nasty. So there, I haven't taken anything, like any conscious steps to do that, but I'm having a lot of fun on there. And I also thought, I also mentioned some of my favorite TikTokers and like what has inspired me to do this. So I'm excited that like I have maybe potentially a platform in a way that I can use the things I always wanted to do with like music on TikTok rather than YouTube because YouTube takes that ability away from me and I don't want to get flagged and lose my channel. It's the last thing I want to do. So um, another update from this week is that I cut my hair. I don't think anybody cares, but um, yeah, I'm having this issue where I keep cutting my hair because I say it's an issue because I think that it will resolve any like unwanted feelings that I have. Like I could literally be feeling like messy. Like I could be feeling unorganized. I'm like, oh, well, if I cut my hair and if I cut it short in all one length, like very straight across, then that makes me feel cleaner. And if I feel cleaner, then I feel more organized. And if I feel more organized, then I'm a happier person. So I keep cutting it thinking that that's what's going to happen to me. And it doesn't. Also, I have had problems with losing hair from stress, which is annoying that the body's response to stress and anxiety is like three months later, you can lose your hair. And the possibility of the reason that I may be losing my hair is because I wrote an essay three. That's the only thing that I can think of three months ago that was extremely stressful for me. Like other than that, it was a great time for me because I was graduating. It was Christmas time. I didn't really get to enjoy Christmas time because we were in a panty and I didn't go anywhere and I didn't get to enjoy the hustle and bustle of a mall and bath and body works during the month of December close to the holidays. Okay. Cause that's the only thing that makes me feel like Christmas is here. Christmas is my favorite holiday, by the way, just because I love the feeling of it. Like the actual day is probably the worst day of the year. It's depressing because that means that the the season is over. Anyway, my point is, is that what is my point? It's a really good question. What is my point? This is my issue is my short term memory loss that I've been having recently. Oh, yes. But three months ago, I was thinking like, what happened to me that was bad and anxiety inducing? And the only thing that I can think of is uh, it was finals week, not even week, finals weeks. And I was ending and graduating school. And I was super stressed out about that. And I wrote like a 30 page paper. So now I'm blaming my 30 page paper that I wrote on my hair loss, which is so annoying. So anyway, I have very fine and straight hair, something that I've been insecure about. I remember there was this really, really beautiful girl in high school and we used to get compared a lot to each other that we look alike and it was very difficult for me because she had a full head of beautiful, long, thick hair and mine was thinner, which is fine. But um, I remember her being like, oh my God, like all of your hair is a piece of mine. I'm like, yeah, don't rub it in. We get it. You're beautiful. We get it. You're gorgeous. Don't rub it in. So that was very hard for me to deal with. Um, So I think about that a lot when I put my hair into like a ponytail. I'm like, I hear an echo in my head. It's like, oh my God, your hair is like a piece of mine. And I'm like, ah, (laughs) makes me feel terrible. So I've been working on getting my hair thickness back and up. Um, I've been using serums and been taking as good care of it as I possibly can. And I think I finally cut off all of the bleach bits off of my hair. Um, My hair has maintained this brown color because my natural hair is dark brown. A lot of people thought I was naturally blonde, which is insane to me because I don't think I look like a natural blonde. But... um, 
yeah, my color stayed really good because I properly dyed it. Some people have asked me that. They're like, Nicole, how is your hair not faded like intensely? How is your hair not turned green? It's because I did my research. I did not dye my hair brown from blonde. Like I didn't go straight from blonde to brown. I went from blonde to red. I had to dye my hair red and then I went brown and it has stuck. Sometimes it fades like a tiny bit and I just like my hair to be dark. So I will touch it up with a um, conditioner, like a color conditioner. And yeah, I also have been getting a lot of comments whenever I like cut my hair or color it. People are like, Nicole, think of your hairdresser. Because in the beginning of like the pandemic, I felt a lot of guilt about cutting or dyeing my own hair because I was like, oh my God, what is my hairdresser going to say? Because she was the only person who has ever touched my hair for like the last like four to five years with peace and love and respect. I, unfortunately, I can't stop saying with peace and love, which I will also get into later in the podcast, but with all peace and love, um, I don't know the next time I will step foot into a hair salon, so quite frankly, I don't care anymore. I have learned that this is my hair, and if someone else is going to get mad at it, that's not my problem. However, my hairdresser, I don't think that she's mad. I think she has... Um, more hair to take care of and uh, does not care about what I do anymore. I think I am a lost cause at this point. I may be bald by the time that I end up going to her. I may have shaved my head already because I'm very inspired by, if you guys follow Microsoft on YouTube or Instagram, I love Microsoft. But anyway, that is the little story about my hair right now. I'm just mentioning this because this is something that I did this week and it's just about the only thing that I can remember from this previous week. Um, So yeah, now it's a cute little short bob. Oh, but I am going to grow it out. (laughs) At least I'm going to attempt to. I have like a length in mind and I've been taking the necessary steps. I'm very excited to see if I can do it more so like mentally if I can do it but I'm also curious about how fast it's going to grow because my hair does grow fast. So to be determined, to be determined ladies, we will see. Anyway, let's jump right into my favorites for in general, like just my favorites in general. I'm going to be touching on YouTube channels, podcasts, TikTokers, foods, and then also a self-care section. So I'm excited. Um, I'm just going to jump right in. One of my favorite YouTube channels right now is Aaron Gilfoy from Carly and Aaron. Don't get me wrong. I really like Carly as well, but I feel like I just resonate more with Aaron for some reason. Um, I don't really have a lot in common with Aaron now that I'm thinking about it. I'm not married. However, she is a very like calm and peaceful person now. And I like to think of myself as chaotic as I may seem. I like to think of myself as pretty calm and peaceful because all I do is sit inside my house pet my cat. I'm not married, but you know, she also had like this whole series on her channel where she was talking about how she couldn't poop. I know that might sound vulgar and like I'm outing Erin, but I'm really not. She made the the series herself. She was just very constipated and I was really inspired and touched by her story because as a fellow person with some gut and intestinal and bowel issues, I just appreciate that. Like I've never seen someone be like, this is my journey of trying to take colonoscopy medication, liquid pre stuff and I haven't pooped yet and I just... I love that. I've never taken the colonoscopy liquid stuff, but sounds fun. Not really, but I I just really enjoy her vlogs. They're very peaceful and calm, and I really liked when she did Vlogmas. And yes, she's just like a new comfort YouTuber of mine. Another one of my favorite YouTubers is Kennedy Walsh. She hasn't been uploading like a crazy amount, but lately all the content that she does put out is very her. Like it's very strategically like planned and like you can tell that she like loves making it rather than just like pushing out a video just to push it out which I really appreciate because you can tell that she loves making these videos and that she's very proud of them I had the pleasure of um I didn't get to actually meet her brother Brandon Walsh but he we were in the same panel for the green room and I was like a speaker at that event and he had a bit of a a longer speaking session so I got to like drop jump in and he just like seemed very kind and like different than on camera but like in a good way because on camera he's a bit more like not a character but like he has a specific like show to his channel if like you watch him then you understand what I'm saying but he just seems like a very genuine type of guy and he was very cool he like drew like a little diagram by hand and I don't know cool guy so I have really been enjoying Kennedy and also I feel like I also resonate a lot with her she also reminds me a lot 
of my best friend Kaylee because Kaylee and her have like similar traits. Um, and I can't see Kaylee, so that makes me happy. But she also, Kennedy also reminds me of my middle school bully. <laughs> um, not really like looks wise, but some of their mannerisms are exactly the same. And I, I sometimes I'm like, oh no. I feel like I'm in middle school. It's just, it's a very, very weird specific thing, but I really, really like Kennedy. I almost call her Kelsey, but I also do like Kelsey Kreppel, but I did not put her on this list. Sorry. Is that mean? I mentioned Kelsey Kreppel and then I don't put her on the list. (laughs) Okay. My next favorite YouTube channel is Chris Clemens. This comes as no surprise. I love Chris Clemens. Um, One time someone commented that I am like the female version of Chris Clemens and I have not shut up about that comment since because that is such a nice compliment. He's such a genuine YouTuber and it's so cool seeing someone so big and having a platform actually taking things seriously with the pandemic and being very vocal about it. And I don't know. I I think like he's just one of those people who followed the whole like moving to LA thing, but he still See, I never want to shit on YouTubers for moving to LA because I'm like, oh shit, like what if I had to move to LA for something? You know what I mean? I never ever want for me to knock something and then me actually go and do it. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with moving to LA, but I think we can all agree for those of us who have been watching a lot of YouTubers over the years, and I'm talking about like 2010 or earlier, when, once our favorite YouTubers moved to LA, there is a difference. There is a switch. Like there, there just is. Um, there's nothing quite like the vibe that our favorite YouTubers give when they're like still in their hometown or their college town right in the beginning. And Chris is one of those people who moved from the East Coast and moved to LA and has maintained pretty much like the exact same person, but if anything, a better and more developed person as time has gone on and not in a stereotypical LA sense, even though he may fit like some of the stereotypical like LA stereotypes or whatever. I don't know. I I just really still love and enjoy him a lot. And I really liked his series about when he went home to Delaware. And then also, um, he just adopted a dog. And that's been really cute to see. Her name's Booger. And I thought that was the cutest name ever. And he liked my comment. And I screamed. I scream all the time. Like, when my favorite YouTubers like my comments. Oh, my God. I still get it like a dopamine rush. But Chris Clemens is very cool. Highly recommend checking him out. Also, him and Andrew Lowe did a video. Is it Andrew Lau? I think it's Andrew Lau. Him and Andrew, his roommate, made a video uh, about a month or two ago where Andrew basically made like a guess who board of YouTuber scandals. I love that video so much. So if you haven't seen that, go watch that. They have a very cool dynamic as well. Um, next favorite YouTuber is going to be Hallie Burns. I have been loving her. You might watch her on TikTok. Uh, she is like the stereotypical, not stereotypical, that's not the right word. She is known as the person who's like a very quiet vegan, um, TikToker and makes recipes and stuff. I have absolutely loved her content because she is not one of those people who fakes being like a common peaceful person you know what I'm talking about like there are some people who like force the whole like wholesome act and try and be like wholesome and that's fine like you you do what you got to do but this just shows like it's so obvious that she's just being her radiant self and I really appreciate that because I'm happy that she came onto YouTube because it shows and it translates so well And I don't think everyone has the ability to go from TikTok into YouTube and that it translates well. I don't think it's like possible for everyone just because some people are better at short form content and some people are better at long form content. Like for example, I think I'm good at long form content. I do not think I'm good at short form content any longer. I think I used to be good at it when I was younger and I like use Snapchat as like my TikTok um, but I, I don't like have that anymore. And Hallie is good at both. Like she's very, very talented at doing both. And her, her YouTube videos make me wish of like what my college experience was more like, even though we're in a pandemic and 
she's not really seeing people and not really like living out a college experience, but it's what I wish I had like when I was younger and had that kind of independence. So I'm thoroughly enjoying watching her videos. I believe she's only a sophomore, I think. So I'm really excited to be able to watch her for like the next couple of years. And I know that she said in an interview that I don't think that she plans on going like full time with YouTube or anything. And that's like not her goal. Um, so I don't know. I'm just really interested in just following her life. And she gives me very fall vibes. She gives me fall and Joanne fabrics vibes. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. I mentioned in a video not too long ago that fall and Joanne fabrics is something that energy is. I feel like I'm sounding so weird right now. I feel like I'm using all of like the Gen Z slang. I'm like, the vibes, the energy. That's not, that's not slang. That's not a Gen Z slang, but I'm saying like, I feel like I, I sound like TikTok comments right now, but the energy that is within a Joanne Fabrics in the fall time is like no other. It smells like apples. It smells like cinnamon. It smells like pumpkins. It smells like love and like a warm hug and like it's, it's warm outside during the day, but cold at night and like everything is going to be okay. And Halloween. And the one song on TikTok that goes spooky, scary, skeletons, and that song, that's what the vibe is in Joanne Fabrics in the fall. And that's the same energy that Hallie Burns gives off. So if she would like to be friends with me, I would like that a lot. Thank you. Also, next person I'm going to mention is, of course, your mom, Ashley. I've been loving her. I feel like I've been mentioning her in every podcast, so I hope that she doesn't think I'm a creep. She actually mentioned me in her last podcast episode where she talked about her favorites, and I screamed. Like, literally, I was doing my skincare, and if anybody was recording me, like, if there was a little, like, FBI agent in my moisturizer and saw the face that I made when she mentioned that she liked my videos, it was a disgusting face because I was so, like, oh, my God! It just is so cool that a person who... I looked up to, I still do, <laughs> and I really enjoy their content, and that means a lot to me and helped me through like a rough time with their content, um, that they even know I exist, let alone watch my YouTube videos or listen to my podcast, so if Ashley's listening to this, hi Ashley, I'm sorry for being creepy and mentioning you all the time, I just really appreciate you, so highly recommend her videos because she gives off similar vibes as fall in Joanne Fabrics, oh my god, you know what she gives me, gives me vibes of? Uh, I can tell you right now, rainy day drive to Philadelphia on the freeway. Very specific. Kind of might sound, oh, in August, if I didn't say that, in August. I know that might not sound very appealing. However, it is, okay? Because, okay, this is very niche, but I was driving to, to Philadelphia in August while it was rainy, um, on the freeway I I was doing that and I listened to I think it was literally like her first or second podcast episode and it was when I had to like move out all of my final stuff from my apartment that I was moving out of to prepare for the person who was subletting my apartment and it was so nice I felt like I just had a friend the entire ride there and I it was like my second time or even maybe my first time driving to Philadelphia completely alone Oh, I miss those times because I'm, I was never allowed to drive to Philly alone. I didn't have a car when I lived in Philly um, because there was no need because you had the subway and, you know, I had friends who had cars and stuff um, in case, like, we wanted to go somewhere. Not that I was, like, mooching off of my friends or anything, but you just really didn't need a car when you're living at Temple and it's actually kind of not recommended because there's, like, nowhere to really park. Uh... Yeah. So you also have nowhere to like go, to be honest. Everything's right on campus or in the city with like a sub subway right away. So I had to drive there and I was completely alone. And God, it was just such a nice feeling of just feeling like an ounce of independence, you know, being by myself, let alone, but with a, with someone in a podcast episode that was just genuinely being like their authentic self. And I think she was talking about like her college experience and it was very like, bittersweet for me because I was literally driving to my apartment that I was not going to live in and it was my last semester of college ever. So I really, really appreciate her content. So go check her out. Um, and the last person I'm going to mention for YouTube channels is, of course, Claudia Saluski. I don't need to say a lot about her because you guys already know how I feel about her, but Claudia has been such a staple in my life since I was very young. And 
it might sound silly, but she's really truly helped me and shaped my life for the last few years. You can confidently say that she's one of those people or influencers um, or to content creators that you can tell that she gives a shit. That's like the best way to describe her is that you can tell that she does. Um, because she, you you can see it in her editing. You can see it in the content that she provides. She's never ever going to give you some like bullshit, half-assed kind of content that you're you know that like you could have spent your time somewhere else watching. Um, and especially in like the last year or so, like her really upping her editing game. I'm like, this is awesome. Like you're definitely making the best out of a shitty situation of the pandemic and being at home by making your content um, better. Cause she used to do a lot of vlogs and like traveling vlogs and like going to these events and stuff like that. Um, and so I really, really enjoy her. And I remember watching her my sophomore year when I lived in my first apartment ever, like alone, my dorm, it was a dorm. Um, and it was just like this really tiny studio and I didn't have any kitchen space and I didn't, you know, my bathroom, like my neighbors could hear me pee. <laughs> and so, but I love my little space, but you know, I really, really loved her apartment. And I was like, wow, I can't wait for one day for myself to have my own apartment, like my own space that I can call like my home. Um, and I remember tweeting that one day and then someone like knocked me down and they were like, well, wait till you see that it costs money and that you actually have to pay bills and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, obviously, obviously, but can't I be happy or excited for something without someone being negative about it? Let people enjoy things. I could literally be like, I'm so excited for my wedding day and someone's going to come and be like, wait till you find out how much a wedding costs. And it's like, ah, shut up, shut up. You know what I mean? Like I, if I'm excited for something, then either be excited with me or shut up. <laughs> but um, for other YouTube videos, I just like watching interviews, to be honest. I watch a lot of interviews today. I actually watched or listened. Well, I watched. It was a podcast episode with Jeanette McCurdy and Michaela Peterson, I believe. And I've been really, really into iCarly recently, as everyone knows, because I won't shut up about it because it's on Netflix. And Jeanette McCurdy has had a really rough childhood and has been so open about it recently and, you know, her struggles with Nickelodeon and Dan Schneider and, um, you know, her not going on the iCarly reboot or anything. And that's just really always interesting for me to listen to and watch. And I just really like listening to famous people talk about their upbringing with, you know, child fame. Like it, it, that sounds awful because I'm using it for entertainment purposes and it's like their trauma. But I just mean, I like learning about it and hearing more and learning like a bit more about behind the scenes that we didn't get to see as an audience. So I really, really like watching interviews or podcasts of any sort, which brings me to my next point, podcasts. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to talk about some of my favorite podcasts right now. Um, unfortunately, like probably my favorite podcast ever, We Bought a House with Claudia Saluski and Phineas, has been canceled indefinitely, which actually breaks my heart. I understand, and I know that, you know, you can tell people like, people tell me this too, they're like, you could literally read the dictionary and I would love to hear you talk. And that's how I feel about Claudia and Phineas. However, I understand them as people probably don't want to like sit down and do it and probably are not like desiring that. Um, the reason that they stopped doing the podcast from what they said is that their weeks are just the same every single week and they just don't want to be forcing themselves to be making the podcast. Completely understandable. Um, however, I do really like them. I honestly might like go back and re-listen from the beginning because I believe they started in like late March and I kind of want to like go back and just listen to them. Um, I think late March. Yeah. And I just kind of want to go back and listen to all of the episodes so far because they, they've obviously like grown a lot since that time. And it's just probably really interesting to hear like them be like, how long do you think this is, this whole pandemic's going to last? And then, you know, flash forward to now. So I think that might be something that I actually start doing is re-listening to podcasts when I have nothing else to listen to. Cause otherwise I just get on YouTube and I literally watch like YouTuber drama videos, like drama YouTubers. And I don't want to do that. That doesn't like make me happy. It fills me with like negativity, but it's on my homepage. So I just click. Um, if you guys do have any good podcast recommendations, please let me know. Um, because I just do struggle honestly with finding podcasts that I find 
interesting in the sense that and not, I don't want to say like, I don't want to hear about people's personal lives or anything. Um, but it's hard for me to connect to these people. Like I listened to one podcast and it was with two men and I never listened to these men before and their voices sounded so similar. It was so hard to just like keep up who was who, especially because I didn't know what their faces looked like. I didn't know what their voices sounded like. And it, it became difficult. Like I used to listen to Philip DeFranco a lot before um, because I really liked his guests that he would do. But if it's with a guest of someone that I don't really care for, I'm likely not going to listen, to be completely honest. So I am looking for new podcasts in that world. But for more wholesome kind of stuff and content that actually is um, fueling for the soul, First of all, tiny me gang, of course. Second, we bought a house and extra dynamic and no particular order. TikTokers, um, I have been obsessed with Victoria Paris F. If you do not follow her on TikTok, please do yourself a favor and do so. She basically vlogs like her entire day, which I really, really, really love. Um, she will just post like little snippets of what she's doing and she's so entertaining 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 and what i didn't even say it right that time entertaining she's so extremely entertaining in the sense that she just is herself and it's so funny and she just doesn't she'll give like i remember seeing her on my for you page a lot because she was like this is my experience going to fashion school this is my experience living in new york city this is my experience with blah 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 and she's so good at the way that she speaks and I'm really happy for her that she's gaining the following that she deserves because she's very very funny and she's finally in the creator fund so I'm very happy for her that she's finally making money off of something that she has been uh killing for quite a while now so really really like her another tiktoker of course is Hallie Burns but on tiktok it's Bally Hearns someone tried to call me that out on that on youtube they're like oh you silly goose it's Hallie Burns not Bally Hearns I'm like no no on our tiktok it's Bally Hearns which is very funny um (laughs) and I really like her recipe videos on there um and she's just herself all the time I really really like Riley Hubatka and I have for quite a while now um she was like one of the first TikTokers that I like watched because I was obsessed with how her hair looked. Um, and she's very good as well, like with her makeup, posting that kind of stuff if you're interested in like makeup looks or hair stuff, or sometimes she just posts funny stuff with her like sisters. I really enjoy her content on there as well. Another TikToker I really like is the New York City agent. Well, it's the NYC agent. She shows New York City apartments. If you're interested in moving to New York City or if you're just interested in looking at any type of real estate or any apartments to rent in the New York City area, go check her out because she's very funny. Um, I love her outfits that she just puts on to show these apartments. I'm like, you go girl. And yes, I always just really like looking at the apartments because I've been getting into looking at apartments online all the time. My boyfriend is a Zillow freak. He's just absolutely obsessed with Zillow so much. Um, And I never really understood it much. I didn't really get it Um, because Zillow itself uh, didn't seem entertaining to me. I was like, you're not going to move to these places. Why would that be entertaining? And then one night we had a little date night through FaceTime where we would choose each other a location um, to (laughs) to where we would look at houses in. So we chose like Seattle. Um, I think we did San Francisco, New York City, and we would each pick like five locations or five homes. And then we would tell each other like why our houses were the best. I won in every single city except New York City because I just have exquisite taste. Um, And so, yeah, if you're interested in that, the NYC agent is really awesome. Another good TikToker is Danya with the good hair. I've been loving her for hair content because a girl is trying to grow her hair out like I told you. Um, And no, I just really, really like her content on there. And she kind of talks about hair oiling, which I have been definitely getting into, which I'll talk a little bit more about soon. And then another hair TikToker I really like is Lily Van Brooklyn. Yeah, Lily Van Brooklyn. And 
you've probably seen her content already if you're on TikTok and like on anything that has to do with like beauty. She has beautiful hair and her kind of stuff has gone viral. I remember she had, not to be one of those people, but I remember when she literally had like 10,000 followers and was just giving like hair tips and then now she has a million and people are like demanding things from her. I'm like, give Lily a break. She's doing her best. She's giving out this content for free. So I've been really liking her. So if you're into getting into hair care, watch her. I really like her. Here's some of my favorite foods right now, if anybody may be interested at all. Um, mini cucumbers. I don't know why. I go through phases with food, and I will likely hate all of these food items when I am uh, done with them, just because that's just how the cookie crumbles, okay? Like, I used to be absolutely obsessed with applesauce. Now I hate it. I used to really, really love pancakes. I was obsessed with the idea of getting the perfect pancake. Um, I don't really care for pancakes anymore. Um... I do this with a lot of foods, and it will likely happen to these as well, but mini cucumbers, for some reason, they make me feel so safe, and I love them. Like, I feel like I get a warm embrace every single time I have mini cucumbers with me. Um, you can even make a little salad with them with a little bit of rice vinegar, some red chili flakes, some seasoning. Um, really good. Highly rec- Highly recommend. Sorry, I don't know what happened to my voice. Um... Rice paper. I've been obsessed with rice paper recently. That might sound very weird, but I made these amazing, they were like spring roll styled, but they were gyoza filled. Um, Like I made a gyoza type inspired filling and I put them inside rice paper because I did not have any other type of dough to put them in and I am eating gluten free because I'm allergic to gluten, well sensitive to gluten, and so I put them in rice paper. It wasn't the exact same, however rice paper is so easy to just like prepare and make, so big, 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 big fan. Another food that I have been really loving is oatmeal. Yeah, call me crazy. I used to say that I don't like oatmeal, um, and I'm still learning to love it. I got onto oatmeal TikTok. Yes, that's a thing. And people will be showing like their amazing recipes for different styles of oatmeal. And here's my recipe in case anybody wants to do it. This is on the stove, by the way, because I have time these days. Half cup of oats, like a three-fourths of a cup of oat milk, cook it. Now add a little bit of cinnamon, tiny bit of maple syrup, add some chia seeds, all right? Cook that shit. Not for even a long time. Put it in a bowl. Coconut flakes on top. I was be- I almost didn't remember what I put on top of it. But hemp hearts as well because they're good for you and we love things that are good for you. <laughs> And then cookie butter. I really have been loving that whole mixture. So try that. Let me know what you think. Another thing that I've been really liking, I have been looking for a good quality matcha um, ceremonial grade because I am sick and tired of buying it from Wegmans and it being so extremely expensive for the tiniest tin when I know that I could be getting really good quality matcha if I just bought it online. So I finally caved after Chris Clemens kept raving about it. I got matcha bar um, matcha, which has been amazing and I have been loving it. Um, so 10 out of 10 recommend matcha bar if you are looking for some good matcha and it's ceremonial grade. Um, if you want my little matcha recipe, cause I, I've also been asked about that. Um, and I never gave it because I was like, I don't even know if I'm fully making this right. A little bit of water. See, there's no measurements for this because I don't believe in measurements. A little bit of water. Okay like a teaspoon of matcha, okay, like maybe a little bit more, give or take, whisk that. I use my um, frother. I don't think that you're supposed to do that, but I do it anyway. Pour it in your cup. It can be hot or iced, okay? Depends on the mood, all right? Depends on the time of day as well. And then oat milk, and then I use a little bit of creamer for the sweetness just because I made simple syrup, and it was okay. It was all right. But then it grew mold. So I just haven't made simple syrup since then. And then last but not least, of course, Gigi Hadid vodka pasta because <sighs> I can't get enough of it. I don't even use the vodka. Um, and people ask me how I make Gigi Hadid vodka pasta if, if it's not vegan whatsoever. You just replace all the items with vegan items, baby. And then 
do you want some protein in it? Because I always have to worry about my protein just so that I'm getting swole still, you know? So instead of regular pasta, I actually use Bonza chickpea pasta. And that has some good source of protein in there. And I really like the texture of it with everything. And so instead of like regular milk, I'll just use oat milk. And instead of regular butter, I'll use vegan butter and vegan cheese. And I don't even add the vodka. Like I don't even care to add that. And it's pretty yummy. Also, no measurements for that, just vibes, to be completely honest. And then my last category that I'm going to talk about is self-care. I've actually been trying to do a lot more of that lately because I realized that I haven't been doing that enough. And then I was like, why am I getting stressed out and sad all the time? I'm like, it's probably because I'm not doing the whole self-caring thing. So I know, of course, you know, people always say like self-care is not just bubble baths and uh, massages. I don't know, but like sometimes it can be though. You know what I mean? Like for some people, that's what it is. And so for me, it's just kind of like with what I'm doing day to day, like with my job, it doesn't have to be so strenuous. I can't, well, sometimes editing can be extremely intense for me, but I, every single day I am not like coming home and like collapsing on the couch by any means. So for me, I don't, I feel like I'm able to do a lot more of like physical self-care and be like, I don't know how to explain this. What I'm trying to say is, is that like I have a good amount of time of self-care to like actually take care of myself, check in with myself like emotionally and everything. Um, So I, I like that I finally am making the actual like time for myself and marking out times that I can do like the small physical acts of self-care, even though a lot of people might say that like, oh, that's not always what self-care is. But for me right now, that's what it's looking like. So for example, hair oiling. So hair oiling is, I believe it comes from a lot of Indian culture um, where there's specific oils that are very good for your scalp and good for massaging into the scalp. And I believe it's a tradition with a lot of families for the mother. Sorry, it sounded like an asteroid was just like, you know, uh, you know, uh, crashing into earth just now. But I don't think it was. And I'm saying that because I saw an asteroid crash in like Canada earlier today or something. So... You know, that's why I I was just worried for a second, but I wasn't. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so I believe in a lot of Indian traditions. And also, it's a thing that a lot of families will massage each other's scalps to with the oil um, about once a week. And that's, like, really healthy for the hair, how to keep it strong, how to keep it healthy. And I have been loving learning about that from Danya with the good hair. So I have taken that practice into my own like self-care routine. And so I took a recommendation. I bought Holy Roots um, by Fable and Maine. And I've been using that because I really, really like the smell of it. I also really like castor oil because that promotes hair growth. And I also use that on my eyebrows and my eyelashes every single day. And then marula oil for my ends. And I've been noting, noticing such a difference. I will usually just sleep in it, to be honest. Like I will cover my pillows in a towel. And then in the morning, I'll just, you know, shampoo as normal. I I always double shampoo. So I have been double shampooing. I found out that that's actually the normal way that you're supposed to be shampooing. You're not actually supposed to be shampooing once, you're supposed to be shampooing twice. I wasn't aware of that. And it's been life-changing to be honest. Um, and anyway, so I have been really liking that and you feel great. Your hair feels amazing right afterwards. It still does. Um, and then like, for example, yesterday I wasn't filming or doing anything. So I just put it in at like 10 AM and then I left it in until like 10 PM. Um, and that's been great. Uh, something else that I've been doing is I did a whole vitamin haul (laughs) on my TikTok because I got a couple new vitamins that I've been incorporating. So, I've been doing my research on what kind of vitamins I need because I know that something's going, something's up with me in a certain sense, like with certain things. Like, I think it is from anxiety and stress from like the previous year and it's just manifesting itself in my body right now. So I have had really bad short-term memory loss and I have never had that, but I don't even know if, I I believe that short-term memory loss can be like categorized as like, you forgot what you ate last week or something like that, or like you forgot what you did last week, for example. But like mine is getting so bad that I'm forgetting what I said seconds ago. Um, And that's has sucked so bad because I just constantly, I've been noticing it so often and that didn't used to be me. I had the most amazing memory and I remember things so clearly. So I really do think it's a 
it's a result from a lot of anxiety and stress from the previous year, but I'm in a much, much better place now. So I'm trying to like help myself out there. And I've been hearing that magnesium is really, really good for that. So I've been taking magnesium pills recently and I always took a, I think it's called food for life, um, probiotic and I have been loving their probiotic. It's amazing. I have tummy issues. So that's been helping me. And so I got their one that's promoting for mood and calmness and has ashwagandha in it. So I've been liking that. So I don't know. That was a fun thing for self-care to be able to go pick up some new vitamins. I just felt like that was fun. Um, another thing, I've been doing my nails more often. Um, I do gel nails just at home by myself. Um, it's, I don't, I've never liked going to the salon to get my nails done because they're never done exactly the way that I want them to be. I also don't really like long nails. I bought like a whole set to like do like extensions and like tips on my nails and it takes such a long time. Like it took me over two hours each time that I did it. And then I would just like rip them off my nails whenever I would get stressed. And I've just been like rocking my natural nails and they've been growing a lot because I've been taking biotin as well. So I just do gel nails and I just feel better. I know that sounds like stupid and crazy, but I notice that like my, I don't know if it's just my nails being long, but it hurts my hands if I don't have polish on them for some reason. That sounds so stupid, but I, I genuinely feel like that. So I've been loving doing gel nails and just feeling like since I have to look at my hands all day because I'm like on my computer and like typing, that's been just a really nice feeling. Also, I've been obsessed with Lush a little bit too much. I've been talking about Lush constantly, like in every single podcast episode and on Twitter nonstop, but I think I'm finally going to place an order for stuff that I want to get. My favorite scent by them is Karma. I think it's one of my favorite scents as well as like whatever the comforter smells like, whatever their scent is for that. Um, Black Current, but Karma, I think I'm going to splurge and I think I'm going to buy their perfume because they don't have the lotion anymore. So if anyone has had it, let me know if you like the perfume itself because I don't have the opportunity to go in store and sniff that shit. So I'm just going to have to trust my gut that I remember what it smells like. And um, I wanted to do a rant about curbside pickup for a second before we end this podcast episode because I have been loving curbside pickup and I kind of wanted to rank all the curbside pickup things that I have been uh, using recently. I almost talked about this on Jake and I's podcast, and I was like, nope, I'm going to save it for my own podcast. I did curbside pickup for Target last Wednesday, and of all the places that I've done curbside pickup, Target absolutely wins, okay? I wish that I didn't have to do curbside pickup. I obviously want to go inside smaller local businesses and do all of my buying right now. But I can't because of my mom's health. I cannot risk it, especially in my area. I just simply cannot risk going inside. And there are too many assholes who do not wear their masks or do not wear them properly. Um, so I double mask everywhere I go. And I, um, I just don't go inside places. So I have been doing curbside pickup. And we've been doing that for the last few months, actually. And I have not been inside a store in a very long time. And Target has downright been the best curbside that I've used so far. So the way that they do it is like you will order online and then they'll tell you when it's ready. It's like ready within two hours. And then you tell them when you're on your way, like you press a button, you're like, I'm on my way. And then when I got into the parking lot, literally I parked into my spot and there was a guy already walking out with my groceries. I don't know if it was like this for every single person who has used this, or if it was just a coincidence and they were having a slow night. I shit you not, I was literally pulled into the parking lot and I said what color like my car, well, no, I, I said what color my car is before I even left my house. And I parked and the guy was already like coming to me. I was like, what is, it was insane. And um, anyway, highly recommend if you need stuff in a pinch because everywhere else that we order, we're like, oh no, we have to like order a few days ahead of time. And this was like the first place that I could do it. So I don't know, if you're looking for stuff to pick up last minute, Target. I'm gonna go now. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I thought it was going to be a short one. It's not. I had a lot of favorites. What can I say? <laughs> I hope that you guys enjoyed. Make sure to tune in to our other podcast, which is I Saw Your Tweet, Are You Okay? Make sure to follow the Instagram page, which is just Talk Nasty Podcast. And you can find me on all social media. It's just at Nicole Raffi. And then my TikTok is at Nikki Nasty. Had a lot of fun. I like doing the podcast so much and I missed it. And I'm sorry that it is late. Blame Clementine. I have no one else to blame. Okay, good night.